0: Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks
1: for checking it out,
0: and make sure you subscribed. The universe is a cruel, uncaring void. You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show. The key to being happy isn't a search for meaning; it's to just keep yourself busy with unimportant nonsense on ninety-three WIPC. It's the Hammer and Friends show. As uh, Big Nige is out, Mindy Winkler is here, Abdul has joined us in studio. How are you? Doing fine. I always
1: like being part of the Hammer and Friends.
0: Right. <laughs> greater than the Super Friends, right. I think.
1: Uh, not greater than the Super Friends, but pretty darn
0: close. <laughs> uh, we talked a lot yesterday, Abdul, about some of the polling numbers that uh, the group you're involved with, IndiePolitics.org, has released. Your group is partnered with a polling outlet, and we've got some numbers. Last week, we focused on the prosecutor's race. Now we've got some other races. I want to get into Todd Young here because I was surprised to see the polling numbers show that this was just a two-point margin. Todd Young leading by just two percentage points, the Democratic challenger certainly within the margin of error here. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, well, we think what it is is that uh, Todd Young uh, has issues, or he, I don't think he has issues. I think part of what his problem is is his about 25% of Republicans are undecided about whether they're going to vote for Todd Young. Our theory is that those are kind of the Donald Trump. MAGA, more ideological, the Rob Kendall-type conservatives, for, for lack of a better term. And so, because they're undecided on Todd Young, our theory is that that's what's bringing down Todd Young's numbers, because Indiana's, for the most part, a, a Republican-leaning state. Right. And so, for for a, for a U.S. Senate candidate, Todd Young to be almost tied with a Democrat. It's just like baseball. A tie goes to the runner. See, I'm, Look at I'm, you I'm, I'm,
0: doing, I'm, I'm doing sports. Doing sports analogies. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to have a PBR in your hand, Abdul. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, so that's what we think. That's what the the, the 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 issue is there, is that Todd Young has issues, or the, or the the MAGA Republicans have issues with Todd Young. They're not sold on them yet. Now, still got 30 days until election day, so they could come home or just skip that race altogether.
0: Now, the polling for the Todd Young race, was that done just in Marion County, or was that a statewide deal?
1: Todd Young and Diego Morales, also. Both done statewide.
0: Okay, so your polling group spoke to folks in Northern Indiana, Southern Indiana, uh, both Republicans, Democrats, and Indip- Independents too. Yeah, and
1: we had a breakdown of basically what we think the the the, the voter breakdown is: Indiana, forty-three percent Republican, thirty-six percent Democrat, uh, the rest sort of other Independent.
0: So, those Independents ultimately, just your gut feeling, Abdul, somebody that's been following Indiana politics for a long time. Are they ultimately going to play ball and side with Todd Young and this is going to end up being a 10 to 12 point victory? Uh,
1: possibly. Like I said, we will know, we'll know a little bit more after after the after they have the debate uh, in a couple of weeks some change. But, uh, but I think the big thing is, is that Todd Young and to a lesser degree, Diego Morales both had to get their base on board. And do whatever they need to do to, to talk to them because you can't win without your base. That's just right. That's just plain and simple.
0: So you bring up Diego Morales. Let's get into that. The polling shows Diego Morales, the Republican, trailing the Democrat. Now again, was this polling just Marion County nope, or all was this state, statewide? All statewide? Okay. Now the plus minus margin of error was around five if well, I remember the, correctly. The plus
1: minus the margin of error was four percent. And Destiny Wells leads Diego Morales by four points. So so statistically, right. the, ra- the race is tied. But with Diego Morales, he sort of has the same issue that Todd Young has, except it's a different group of Republicans. Uh, for example, while Todd Young has 25% of Republicans undecided, Diego Morales almost has 30% of Republicans undecided. And by the way, I'll just let everybody know, we did the poll before the story broke about Diego's uh, sexual assault Allegations. Cause I did not want that to cloud, and have that sort of be on top of mind. Like well, I'm not voting for that guy because he's got this. Like no, we kept that totally separate. So, right. so just keep just make that clear. But Diego, he had the issues prior. You know, the fire from the AG's office, the sorry, Secretary's office, the the campaign vehicle, the the medical, the the military issue, the the walking back on early voting. All that was already out there beforehand. And so I think a lot. Of, and also he beat the the governor's the governor's candidate, Holly Sullivan. I don't think a lot of Republicans have gotten over that yet. So. Diego has issues with 30% of what I call the establishment Republicans, where Young has issues with 25% of the, of the MAGA Republicans.
0: What has Destiny Wells been doing uh, to put herself in a position to win? Because, yes, you can have one candidate make an ass of himself, but still have a big win if the other candidate is a complete zero as well. Seems like Destiny Wells, and again, I don't know her, I don't know anything about her really, but it seems like she's been running a pretty clean campaign.
1: And actually, she's been actually talked to a lot of Republicans because that's where the, that's where that's where the race is going to win be won or lost. Just like uh, with Joe Donnelly and, and Richard Murdoch back in 2012, it was Republicans who were mad at Joe, mad at Richard Murdoch about his comment about rape and women woman get pregnant, as God's intent.
0: The Murdoch moment. The Murdoch
1: moment. Yeah, there's those Republicans that got Joe Donnelly elected, it could be those same Republicans that get Destiny Wells elected because of the sexual assault allegations. And we wrote, we report about two of them, but I know for a fact there are at least
0: five out there. Is there somebody? That our audience would know on a national level that you could compare Destiny Wells to like with the things that she believes in, the type of Democrat that she is. Is there a high ranking Washington name that you could compare her to?
1: Maybe like Amy Klobuchar, like that sort of like Minnesota, maybe sort of that type Republican or or I would would go Chris and Siena. Uh, in cinema. Arizona, cinema in arizona
0: okay so she's not a complete leftist lunatic
1: no but she's she's walking a balance uh it's like uh it's like the movie with uh the guy walking between the, the world trade centers with, with the balancing beam right so on the one hand you got to keep your base happy you talk about you know abortion and voter id but on the other hand you got to win so you need the Republicans. so she's walking a very she's walking a very fine line
0: because i think there's a big difference between being compared to AOC to being compared to Kristen Sinema, yeah. right? I know, House, Senate, I get it. But the type of Democrat here, like, one is completely all in on the woke, leftist, radical side. The other one gets heat from her own party. Sometimes she'll play ball, sometimes she won't. Is that more where Destiny yeah, Wells Yeah, I, I think Destiny
1: Wells least more that way than the than the woke. Nonsense.
0: Chatting with Abdul Hakim Jabaz, radio host here at 93WIBC. He's also a writer and the man behind IndiePolitics.org. Now, those are for elections happening this year. You had an interesting article about some polling about one boss, Hogsett, Joe Hogsett. The feeling that his last election brought us was that that was going to be it for him that was going to be his last term as the mayor of indianapolis he thought he might get some sort of cush gig in the biden administration or something else well that never happened and now we're hearing chatter that hell there's nothing else to do might as well run for mayor again what does the polling show about the want or the desire to have Joe Hogsett run again?
1: We polled about 300 residents in uh, Marion County. The the, the the sample size was a little bit smaller, but there was some technical reasons for that. Uh, but only about 35, 36 percent of folks thought the mayor should run for a third term. In office uh, another 30 percent said no another 30 percent said
0: unsure what about Democrats in that because you know what the Republicans are going to say uh, but what did the Democrats I want to say say? only
1: about only about half of Democrats
0: that's interesting
1: thought thought the mayor should run for a third for a third term uh, like I said, we're gonna probably pull again maybe like January February uh, with 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 some more, bigger numbers for Marion County in particular but about I thought it was interesting that only a third of folks thought the mayor should run for election and only half of Democrats did which which doesn't bode well for the mayor. If he decides to run again. But of course, the big issues are crime in the roads, so, you know. Right. Big, big shocker.
0: So. Was it a mistake for the mayor's office and city leaders and civic leaders to kind of have that big mission accomplished ceremony, that celebration about a month or so ago about the crime numbers being lower in Indianapolis? Because anytime somebody does that kind of stuff, you set yourself up for failure if the numbers start to get squirrely. It didn't work for George W. (laughs) Bush. And ever since they've had that little, hey, let's all smack each other on the ass celebration about crime, things have kind of gone on an uptick
1: well it's kind of like being valedictorian in summer school <laughs> what, what do you what do you what does it really mean what do you what do you really get for it i mean obviously uh, the crime numbers are are the, the the murder rate is down but you to look at the murder rate in context what how many mass shootings do we have last year about three or four and so if
0: you, one massive one with the fedex yeah and shooting. so if you,
1: if you take out the mass shootings and the crime numbers the homicide numbers are still are still the same. We're on so,
0: pace for over 200 homicides again this year, which would put Indianapolis this year in the top three or four of all time.
1: Exactly, and and the argument that well, well, homicides are up everywhere. Well, let me tell you something. When I, when I was in school and I failed a test, thought my dad, well, the test was hard. Everybody failed. My father's like, I don't care if everybody failed. I care about what you did. Right. So the, this argument that well, murders up everywhere. Well, like, yeah, yeah, but it's still. It's still you in Indianapolis,
0: and the places that you're comparing to when you say everywhere—is it the same political party? Is it the same leadership? Is it Democrat mayor? Is it Democrat prosecutor, city, county council? Because
1: also you're talking about cities that have much larger populations than Indianapolis does.
0: Right, because but per capita, Indianapolis is right there with Chicago, may even be ahead of actually, Chicago. Actually, Indianapolis
1: is ahead of Chicago right, right. now.
0: Right, Indianapolis has more people on ankle monitors than any Anywhere. other city in America without. Per capita, just in sheer numbers.
1: Yeah, and, and to tell a drug dealer, okay, we're gonna put you on home detention. Okay, that means I have to leave my house to sell drugs. Like, <laughs> like
0: great, thanks. Uh Abdul is with us. Uh speaking of drugs, real quick, I know you got to get out of here. Uh, but Biden comes out yesterday and shuffles out there and says they're not going to uh prosecute weed and he's gonna have this big deal where he's gonna let people out of federal prisons for weed. Your thoughts? Well uh well
1: basically it's simple possession. Not like you that You're caught with a, with an ounce of marijuana and eight million eight million illegal possessed guns in, in the trunk of your car, right? And so it's it's more symbolic because there's no one in federal prison per se for simple marijuana possession. Now they do have the the conviction, and this kind of clears their convictions. They get a job and you know, a place to live and that sort of thing. And what the, what the what the president said was he recommended governors do the same thing. So uh, I sent an email to Eric Holcomb, folks, today. He's in Europe, so when he gets back, they'll probably get back with me whether the governor's going to do the same thing, issue pardons just for simple for simple possession.
0: Don't most police officers or prosecutors, regardless of party, if somebody gets busted with just a little bit of weed, if they're not doing anything else, don't most of them kind of just ah, get the hell out of here?
1: For the most part, there there isn't anybody in jail or prison right now for just simple possession. Right. Use their simple possession and other stuff.
0: Right. You robbed three stores and you had an ounce of weed. Exactly. You've got a ton of child porn and you also have an ounce of weed.
1: Exactly. So so from that perspective, you're right. But at the same time, though, the the fact that marijuana is still illegal to possess in this country in the first place is is a totally ridiculous argument in the first place but I will say this if you own stock in marijuana say in marijuana companies it just went up yesterday
0: <laughs> you got a show this weekend
1: uh, no show this weekend because uh, you yeah, got IU football they're playing the Nebraska I think Michigan 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 Nebraska some some football team somewhere <laughs> but we are back next
0: week all the cool baseball stuff you did at the beginning of this break just <laughs> shut, went out sh- the window sh- right down. there <laughs> Abdul thank you hey thank you it's the Hammer and Nigel show